If you see a completely evil person doing a terrible thing, should you yell berate and chastise, or look for something good in him and sing? Great morning, holy brothers! Today we are going to learn how to look for the good within the seemingly bad. The right way. Everything we said until now boils down to one solid conclusion. A husband must avoid criticizing his wife at all costs. Maybe you'd like to ask. Okay, everything's fine and dandy in theory, but how is it possible to ignore a wife's shortcoming in practice? We're not angels, and there are things that she does that upset us. If we keep quiet, we're liable to explode one day. So how do we get her to mend her erroneous ways, both in the material and spiritual areas of her life? Isn't there any way to get her to improve or to do teshuva? Isn't this our duty as husbands? Didn't the Gemara say that if a husband doesn't guide his family, then he gets caught for their sins? Is it truthful to stand by a wife and let her transgress or make mistakes without doing anything? What's the right way for me to be able to say something that can improve her way, eh? Here, my holy brother, is the answer. In addition to the eight reasons that we gave as to why one should never comment or criticize, let's remember our main reason. A wife is a husband's mirror. If we see an unsightly image, do we break the mirror? No! We correct the image. In truth, a husband must know that he need not ever correct his wife. Instead, he should roll up his sleeves and begin working on himself. Once he's corrected, she will be corrected automatically. I look out at the water of the vast wide open sea, and shining back through the droplets is a reflection of me. When I raise my hands high as I reach for the sky, the wet man does comply, does the same, never shy. I get mad when I don't like something that he does wrong. Throw a stone, create ripples to move it along. But when the calmness returns, it still does belong. So instead, rid of anger, I just smile with a song. It's not just a copy that I see playing free, but a message from the depths of my own reality. I can now see through the water to recognize more. There's so much life more to live on the deep ocean floor. Now I give thanks for the messages my mirror shines back to help me fix all my flaws and to fill what I lack. It's not always fun many times I get soaking wet, but that's how I grow when I lose an expensive bet. So I continue to skip stones and recognize sweet tones where the puppeteer's clones bring us to the best zones. The salient point here is that all of a wife's shortcomings, failures, and mistakes are all reflections of what the husband needs to correct. Even if he suffers, then he can rest assured that he deserves whatever tribulations he suffers from her. His only resort is teshuva. But refraining from commenting and criticizing is not enough. A husband must strive to see only the good in her. He should know that in her own right, she's a fabulous person. But unfortunately, she's now reflecting his negative attributes so that he can understand how to make teshuva. This brings us to Rabbi Nachman's classic teaching about finding the good points, as brought down in Lukutim on 1, 282. Know that one must judge every person fairly, even a totally wicked person. One should look to discover the morsel of good within him, for by judging him fairly, one uplifts him to a level of good, and in this way initiates his full repentance. The principle of invoking a favorable reaction by judging a person fairly is seemingly 
illogical. One would think that improvement stems from showing a person his mistakes and encouraging him to rectify them. In extreme cases, severe reprimanding and punishment should further this goal, according to conventional thought. But in Hasidic thought, the opposite is true. The way to help a person improve is by showing him his good points. By judging a person fairly, we give a person the joy and vitality of knowing that others think favorably of him. This gives him the willpower and the incentive to improve his ways. This ploy of judging others favorably is so strong that it works even when we only think favorably about the other person, without even saying a word to him. Kind words accelerate the person's efforts to improve so much more. Especially in marriage, when a husband only looks for the good in his wife and compliments her incessantly, he gives her the desire and the incentive to truly please him. No woman is an ingrate. She'll look for all kinds of ways to repay her husband's kindness. When a wife is happy, she has the inner strength to work on herself. But when she's the brunt of painful remarks and criticism, she won't have the strength to boil a pot of water. A husband must remember that the same holy rebbe that warned against chastising and criticizing is the exact Rebbe that teaches us to look for a person's good points and to judge others favorably. A husband that internalizes both pieces of advice is a winner in two ways. First, he sees no faults in his wife and therefore is never dissatisfied with her. Second, since he sees only the good in her, he therefore loves her, which gives her the power and incentive to gratify him all the more. Thank you so much for continually learning together. And if you have any personal questions or particular situations that you'd like to discuss, please feel free to email the daily dose of divinity at gmail.com. And we look forward to continue paving your pathway to peace.